Like period jokes are, will never not be funny to me. That's just like at any given time, I have no fewer than seven period jokes in my drafts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 18 of Making Friends! Hello friends, welcome to it. Welcome to the episode. I know it feels like it's been no time since the last one, but here we are yet again. I am on top of it. Today's episode is with not Sarah. It's not Sarah. It's Hillary. It's Hillary. It's Hillary. And she's at Smith Sarah 79. It's very clear that she is not Sarah. And, uh, uh, don't get her confused, because her name is Hillary. I'm not going to give you her last name. That's too much info. Just Hillary. I do hope you're prepared to learn all about her, because she is cool and you will like her. That is guaranteed. Uh, let's see, what do we talk about? Well, what did Hillary say? We talk about her dogs. We talk about how she supports her friends. We talk about laughing. We talk about staying up late, thinking about things that you shouldn't think about and that you definitely can't change. We talked about why she joined Twitter. We talked about human Roombas. We talked about dog Roombas. Groomba, gremlin Roombas. Uh, we talked about uh, her worst hairstyle. So lots, lots to look forward to, but listen. Today's episode is brought to you by... Hillary's tweet about Nature's Valley granola bars. According to Hillary, it breaks all of your teeth, but at least it's super dry and it doesn't taste very good. So thank you, Hillary's tweet, for supporting this podcast. You can find that tweet and more at at Smith Sarah seven nine seventy nine. Check her out. Listen to the podcast. Hope you like her as much as I do. Enjoy. Diesel is like... I don't know. Nobody had to teach him to be considerate. He just is. Like, if we're on the bed and he jumps up and he's not sure where anybody's legs are, he won't put all of his weight down on his paws. Oh, he really thinks about until things. Until he, like, knows he's not stepping. Huh? He really thinks about things. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Ragnar, we call him a little rhino in high heels because he's so dense <laughs> and his little paws are so small that, like, he puts pressure down and it just, like... It hurts so bad, and he just like boss hogs all over everything. He doesn't. He doesn't care. I bet it does hurt bad. Does he do that thing where he gets in bed and he just kind of like spins around a little bit? But and you think it's going to be like a slow kind of, you know, just kind of like ease into the sack. Ease into but it. But he doesn't ease into it. He just spins around and he goes. He Thump! throws his body down. Yeah, <laughs> he throws it around like it's not. 
Brinley jokes around that he that Ragnar has um, the density of a dying star, <laughs> like because he's small, he's deceptively heavy. <laughs> yeah. He's so small, but he weighs almost as much as his brother, who is like a German Shepherd lab mix. And uh, yeah, there's no reason for Ragnar to be as heavy as he is, but he. But he's also uh, a German with, Shepherd lab mix because he's the brother of a dog that's a German Shepherd lab right. mix. That's what we tell him because we don't want him to. We don't want to hurt his feelings. But he's got a little like underbite and a pit bull head, <laughs> and like I don't know. Somebody abandoned him in the woods. Oh no! And we took him in. Yeah. Oh, I did. I, love him I so did much. hear I that you have origin stories for your dogs. So I don't know. Yes. If that's what you're getting into, please go on. You found him in the woods. Someone abandoned him. Yes. Well, okay, so I personally didn't find him, but this is such... I, I'm not really on social media, which I know sounds ridiculous because I'm on Twitter, but um, for the longest time, like, I don't have Facebook or anything like that, and so for the longest time, I hadn't used anything like that, and my friend Carrie would send me, would text me um, screenshots from um, an Instagram account who... I didn't know at the time, but he is, like, really well-known for stealing jokes, which is unfortunate, but at the time, I didn't know. Yeah, I hate that. And so... I hate when you figure it out, when you think they're, like, a very talented person for a while, and you're just like, I can't believe how good they are. Everything they do is gold. And then suddenly the realization falls upon you that, no, it's all stolen content that they've taken and not given credit to the proper people. Especially when they're, like, huge, huge. Huge. And... Like, yeah, I think that that is crappy to do, for anybody to do, but especially, like, yeah, somebody who has, like, millions and millions of followers or whatever. But, um, so, um, I made an Instagram account because I thought I had to have one to look at this person's. So, that, for the longest time, I was only following that person. And uh, and then I found out that there are, I, and I don't know if anybody else knows this, but apparently there are dog photos on Instagram. I think people have and, heard of this phenomenon. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, anyway, just one day I was looking through different ones tagged with different um, uh, breeds and like just, just because. And uh, I saw one of him tagged German Shepherd and like, okay, that's kind of a stretch, but still he looked super cute. And um, they needed, it was this, um, the people who had found him needed, they couldn't keep him. And they uh, needed somebody either in San Antonio or they were going to be in Houston that weekend to take him. And uh, we lived in San Marcos at the time, so it was just about an hour away from San Antonio. Okay. Um, And Brinley loves Vikings. I watch it because he likes it. I'm not a fan of watching, like, white men, like, go to different uh, areas and just like take what they want when they want wait what does he um, like biking the vikings oh the vikings show? all right i thought you said yeah. he likes biking and then you said watching it like <laughs> does he watch competitive biking on tv <laughs> yeah and that's what i get from that that's what i get from competitive biking well, i thought you were gonna say you biked over to see the dog yeah <laughs> ragnar you have to stop it that's what he thinks of that. <laughs> He's making his Stop. intentions clear. Um, 
So, anyway, um, and the person was like, this is Ragnar. And so immediately I was like, oh, that's our dog. Because <laughs> Ragnar is one of the main characters in that show. And I was like, oh, Brindley's going to... I didn't even ask. I was just like, hey, I'm going to pick up our dog. And he was just like, okay. Well, sometimes and, you just um, know. Yeah. So, and we had... Diesel we've had since he was a little teeny tiny baby puppy. Um, but so, yeah, apparently somebody had... Um, when Ragnar was found, he was super, super underweight and just, he was like infested with fleas and ticks and parasites and stuff. And, um, some, and he's got scars all over his face and I can, I I don't know what they're from, but it makes me sad to, I don't like to think about it. Yeah. You probably don't even want to know what it's from. Probably better just not to even get into that. So you're fine. Hold on. I'm going to let him out. It's so nice that you have a backyard. Is that where you let him out into? Yes. Backyard? Yes, that's, and that was what, that was like the main thing that we were looking for when we were looking for a house recently. Well, I say recently, I guess sometime last year. Um, was yeah. just one uh, with the backyard for them. Yeah, I think about it often uh, about dogs. And like, I have my reservations. I've had a dog in the past and it's been great, but also kind of like a lot of responsibility around that. But I live in an apartment yeah. on the second floor, and I do not have access to the backyard. And if I get a dog, every time the dog has to go out, I would have to, you know, get dressed and put on my shoes and a jacket and get the leash and walk him along the street up and down and then come all the way back upstairs every single time, you know, yeah. four times a day or whatever it is. And, I mean, well, and I just that- have to, it's not that I couldn't handle it, it's just that I have to, like, really want to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have to know. Um, and the biggest thing, and I feel so bad. I feel so bad admitting this, but you know what? It's it's true, so I need to own up to it. Like, the idea of picking up poop in a bag makes me want to throw up just already right now. It's so, gross. You feel the texture through the bag. Sometimes yeah, you feel the temperature. The yeah, the warmth. Yeah, I'm never prepared for that. <laughs> I guess you could close your eyes and imagine something else that's warm that you're picking up. That might make it even worse, though. I can't. It's hard to think of soft, warm things that you're picking up with a bag that are not going to make you dry. Oh, mashed potatoes. Okay. But then I feel like the next time I eat mashed potato, like (laughs) I'm not willing to have mashed potatoes ruined for me. Okay. Um, And then you're just like, what? I'm throwing this bag of mashed potatoes away? It seems like (laughs) (laughs) it seems wasteful. Yeah. Oh, what am I? Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't. Did we win the lottery? We we can just afford to throw away mashed potatoes like this. But you have a nice yard for your dogs to play in, for at least a yard. Yeah, a yard. It's smaller than I don't know. That was one thing that Brindley was always like. It's not the biggest yard, but and I'm just like, it's fine. They like we lived in a condo. Um, on the second floor with, like, a little balcony and no yard whatsoever for, I want to say, four years. So I'm just, like, they're they're absolutely fine. Um, Did you have dogs at that point when you lived in the condo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had Diesel for seven years and uh, Ragnar for three, I think. Oh, okay. Did you have Diesel since he was a puppy? Yeah, yeah. Um... So Brinley um, found these. Um, one of Brinley's friends lived um, next to somebody who, and I don't know. It sounded like 
I don't want it to sound... I, I don't know how this is going to look for Brinley's friend, but I think that the person who we got Diesel from is a real scumbag. But um, we'll keep him anonymous. Don't worry. No doxing. Well, I don't. I don't know him. I just know what he. His dog had puppies, and he just left the puppies in the backyard to kind of fend for themselves. So when Brinley went back there and found and saw the, there were only a few puppies left. So he saw Diesel and Diesel was kind of off by himself trying to eat styrofoam (laughs) because there wasn't, there was just trash in the backyard. Yeah. And so sometimes now, like when we talk for them, uh, um, I will, (laughs) and this is really mean, but if, um, if I'm trying to get Diesel on my side, like I'll pretend that Brinley um, said mean things about Diesel eating garbage or something, and that like I'll just be like, "Yeah, Dad said that you eat garbage because you are garbage, and that, you know, like that you should like me more." And Brinley always is like, "That is not true," and he knows it. <laughs> um, One of my favorite things about yeah. you, Hillary, is that you think you're so mean. <laughs> you just really <laughs> believe like that, that you have so like this heart of coal, <laughs> but you're not. You are. You you have a, a strange capability of being the sweetest person in the world. But if you want, you can you can say very mean things. Like, um, <laughs> well, you think you say mean things, but they're usually <laughs> not as bad as you assume. Uh, but I've like seen you try to burn people multiple times. <laughs> And you, you'll say things that are, can be hurtful, like, why don't you shut the fuck up? And uh, your mouth is just spewing the worst garbage that has ever... So it's like you say these terrible things, but then you don't let them sit. Like, you just, you just can't yeah. handle them being out into the air, even though it's obvious that they're, they're not, you know, like, intentionally trying to get someone with them. <laughs> but you're just immediately like, I'm so sorry I said that. Please disregard everything. I'm kidding. I am kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I very like sweet. I Caitlin is like that also. Um, <laughs> and maybe not necessarily with... Uh, she rarely ever says anything that could even really be perceived as mean but she will say caitlin is one of the funniest people she's so funny Um, she everything that she says makes me (laughs) like i love all of her tweets and then i feel like such a creep because my phone is filling up um like this it's all it's out of storage because i'm constantly screenshotting stuff caitlin says that's the biggest compliment Um, in my opinion she's so funny and um and i don't know like it's gotten to the point where i feel like i just need to be quiet when she's around because otherwise i'm just going to be like i have a huge crush on you caitlin like you make me laugh so hard and i'm making this uncomfortable for everybody involved um you have it there too with thinking you're making people feel uncomfortable but you're just complimenting them (laughs) Uh, That's, yeah. This person we're talking about is at Kate because... Holes, C A I T H U L S. Just, oh, just yeah, for people who aren't us to understand. Yeah, sorry. Um, she is so funny. Um, she is one of those people who would just start going, and then we'll we'll just like sit back and be like, "What's Caitlin gonna say next? <laughs> this is entertaining." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and. She, um, but, so she does that, like, she will say something that is so funny, and then she'll just be like, somebody block me out of the room, and I'm just like, never. <laughs> she cracks me up. Um, yeah, she's a good one. 
Okay, so you, you had uh, Diesel <laughs> since he was a puppy. Uh, and then in that story, it kind of became clear that you've known Brinley for a long time. Because you said that was like yes. seven years ago that you got Diesel and Brinley was there with you at that time. How long have you guys well, known yeah, each other? Well, he got him, so he got him right before we met. Oh. Because I would not have named Diesel okay. Diesel. But, but you and know I'm the story. That because, you weren't there, but you know yes. the story. Yeah. So, and I would never say that in front of Diesel because it's mean. He didn't pick his name. Brinley did. And we all have to live with it. <laughs> but, um, and, and there's no way to shorten it without looking like I'm saying dies. Because I call him Dees all the time, but if I'm writing it, you're right. It looks like dies. Well, can't you spell it so, out like D E E Z, like D's nuts? Yeah, I. <laughs> that spelling. <laughs> that's the maybe that's the blessing in disguise. The uh, just an unlimited amount of D's nuts jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, so Br- um, Brimley knew what he was doing. It's all yeah, going to become clear. Um, the joke is really on him, though, because Brinley has Diesel's name tattooed to his ribs. But and it's not like a small tattoo. It is um, at least a foot long. I don't know. I mean, how long? Brinley is about six feet tall. So the length of his ribs from his armpit like down to his hip, it's just like Diesel. Oh, vertical. Really big. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, well, no, I guess it is. Yeah, it's like it's. On its side, in cursive, but... Um, That's kind of like... The, you, a lot of people get portraits of their dogs tattooed on them. They don't always turn mm-hmm. out so great. They don't always like quite <laughs> capture the essence of the dog. So Br- Brinley just got yeah. the, the name of his dog. <laughs> However... That's not a common dog name. It's not like Fido, right. and like people will see it and know, oh, you got your dog's name tattooed on you. They'll, they'll be like, oh, you, right. you really love that jeans brand, right? <laughs> yeah, or just like crude oil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you into fuel, bro? Get, you like fuel? It's, yeah. <laughs> like wet, smelly fuel? Every time we pass by a convenience store that has a sign, at, and I don't know if this is specific to Texas, but um, it'll say, like, we have diesel, like, letting people know, like, hey, if you have a huge truck, you can fill up here. Um, but it never gets old that anytime I see one of those, I point out and I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> or like like a know, kidnapping like, situation. What? Yeah. What do you what want? That's funny. I love those kind of inside jokes that you have about your your tight knit family. Yeah, apparently I'm a dad. <laughs> Hillary the dad. That would make Brinley the mom, I guess. Or or is it a two yeah. dad situation? Or the dad? Yeah. yeah. We're not here. Who? We're not going to assume anything. Okay. Two dads in this family. One of them is, happens to be named Hillary. Yeah. And uh, like Edmund. Edmund. Uh, so I grew up in Texas, and uh, Hillary Clinton, or just, like, Democrats in general, were synonymous with, like, evil, or I don't know. Like, that would be something that my parents would tell me if they were annoyed with me. They, or, like, if, or if I would just say something that made sense to me out loud, like, um, like, why don't we all pitch in to help out people who need help? Or what? I don't know. Okay, they would something... just like, go to your room, you Democrat. Democrat. And, <laughs> so, You're acting like yeah, a real Hillary. 
<laughs> Before I knew what like what that meant, I just knew like, oh, you don't want to be a Democrat. Um, yeah. Like growing up. I knew that. And, That's the um, same dynamic in my home growing up, except I didn't have the name of the woman who legitimately won the presidency, but didn't have the <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I grew oh. up in a conservative region, too, in the South. And uh, I remember we had, like, uh, when I was in elementary school, we had, like, a mock voting time because it was a presidential election. And I was yeah. very young. I was, like, was it when Bob Dole? Um, it was the one before that. So it's pretty young. I was, oh, like, okay. maybe in first grade or kindergarten. I don't remember. Um, and it was the Bush versus Clinton. And I remember we had, uh, we had a mock vote in that. And... Uh, I had absolutely no opinions of my own, but I thought I did. I was just basically saying what my parents were telling me to do. And yeah. then people would be like, I voted for Clinton. And I'd be like, you did? What? Why would you do Because there's like <laughs> yeah. no sources coming in to me being like, that's, that's a decision that people make too. And they probably have even better reasons to do it. <laughs> um, I did the exact same thing when we, um, it was uh, Bill Clinton and Bob Dole when I was in fourth grade. And, um, uh, yeah, I voted for, voted for Bob Dole. And then, um, I think Bill Clinton won like super, just like super, super narrowly. And, um, I just remember not, I mean, it didn't really affect me at all, but I just remember being like, I am supposed to be upset about this. Yeah. Uh, but so... Yeah, so growing up in Texas uh, with the name Hillary, um, especially being, um, so Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton were in the White House for eight years when I was uh, young enough to, to not know why um, people were saying like mean things, but just know that like I didn't want them to. So in, anytime I would tell somebody that my name is Hillary, it, they would be like, like Clinton, I'm like, no, like Edmund. And so I learned very early who Edmund Hillary was. So that way, and just like, I have to know somebody like another famous person oh, who just for has survival. this name. Yeah. So I can, I can wiggle my way out of uncomfortable situations that, you know, like little kids shouldn't have to, to be, yeah, to be like defending that's themselves. That's traumatic about. that they put you in that situation. <laughs> Edmund Hillary, Sir Edmund Percival Hillary, was a New Zealand mountaineer, explorer, and philanthropist. Oh, I didn't know that. I bet you did. He, um, I did. And I know that often, um, or at least when I learned about him, that he, like, I just knew him as the first person who climbed Mount Everest. But then you think about it and you're like, no, he gets credited because he's like the first white person who, who like the first white man I was just about to it. correct or, you. you know, <laughs> like that mountain has been there for however long. And there, I like, I'm certain that he's not the first person to have done it. Um, People have climbed it but, before. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. But I so, mean, how many uh, six-year-olds know anything about Sir Edmund Hillary. You, you had an education above the rest just because you were put in yeah. duress due to your name. So I think that's pretty cool. The things that we do to like work our way out of a tough situation. Learn about yeah. successful white men, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like so, so many people, especially in like 
joke Twitter or whatever. Um, or I mean, and that this isn't an original thought at all, but like that's so often like why people develop like super quick senses of humor is just be like, oh, I need to make people laugh to get them to like me. Um, or like, I need to laugh so I don't cry about this. Um, which, which camp are like, you in? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> especially, um, I, uh, I don't think that it's a secret that, um, uh, my mom and I don't have the best relationship, but, uh, so many of my tweets are about that, like jokes about, my mom just be saying like the meanest things to me and um like laughing it off and yeah you you um, do i i kind of like worry and wonder about that sometimes when i see those tweets which you do a, a tremendous job of turning it into an objectively funny situation where it like feels good that. to laugh at it but then like even in in the back of my mind i'm like but is this true <laughs> is it really that bad <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of one no. now, but I can't. I know there's at least one good one, so I'm, I'm searching your name now with mother. Would it be? What should I search for? Mother or mom? I don't. Mom, I think. Okay. Let's see what comes up. Mother. Oh wait, that one disappeared. Uh. Okay, me. This wine tastes like I'm about to tell you secrets I shouldn't. <laughs> Wink. Date. I think that's just grape juice. Me, already sobbing. So my mom's always been very withholding and... I feel like such an asshole laughing at my own joke. Um, well, I put you... I didn't even give you a choice <laughs> to put you in a situation. <laughs> that was... Um, that, I feel like, is completely false. Like, I would never really uh, describe my mother as withholding. Um, but... It sounded better than overbearing. Okay. Uh, Here's another but... one that I like. I like this one a lot. Me to my sister. Oh, yeah? If I'm not my mom's favorite, <laughs> then why am I the only one she ever asks to house it when she takes everyone on vacation each summer? Oh, so, Hillary. Okay, that one is a little closer to true. Um, she doesn't, but they don't take everybody with them on vacation. I'm just always the one. They always try to make it seem like um, they're doing me a favor. Uh, Wait, that's by real? letting me house it. They and, really yeah. go away and, with everyone except you? Well, many people except you? Um, they... They don't take every like they don't take everybody, but yeah, they. I mean, they do <laughs> when they go on vacation. Um, uh, they yeah, they act like they're doing me a favor by letting me house it for them, and like I do love their dogs. Um, so they're like, Hillary, we're going to Disneyland, <laughs> and you get to make sure our plants don't die. Yeah, or and sometimes and it, it's. Usually it's the dogs, but, like, they could put them in a kennel. And sure. it's just, like, like make sure the, the house is okay, like, while <laughs> we're at the beach for a week. Uh, and, um, uh, but I'll do it. Like, I'm, what am I going to do? Say no? What is a relationship like, though? <laughs> would you prefer to go with your mom to the beach for a week? Or would you prefer to... Just, like, be in her house when she's not there for a week? Um, prob 
Like, I mean, there's the beach, which is nice and sunny, and you get to swim in the water, but also, I don't know how you feel about your mom, but she's there the whole time. And do you, do you <laughs> want to be there with her when that's happening? And the dogs are at the house. There right. are dogs there, which I feel like, um, yeah, I'm not, uh, I feel like in that specific situation, I would say, yeah, I would probably prefer the house setting, just because, like, one, there are dogs, but two, I, I don't think, the, I think people want to like the beach more than they actually like the beach. Mm. Like you find out that you have crevices in your body. You didn't know existed <laughs> when sand gets in there. That's true. And that is what the beach is. Like you've been home for a week and you're like, how is there still sand in my back teeth? <laughs> does it get in there? It does get in there. Yeah. And then it's like kind of grinds around for a few days. Yeah. Like this can't be good for my teeth or like, and I guess maybe it's it's a learning experience. Like, I definitely need to brush better. Sure. Um, and your skin's never been more exfoliated than after having all that sand blast through your cracks. <laughs> that's true. Exfoliated to the point of chafing. Oof. Ooh, yeah, the chafing is, is hard. <laughs> <laughs> you, you live in Texas, so are there any beaches around? No. Like, where do yeah, you go so if you want to get that experience? Um, I, um... There's a Port the Aransas in Galveston, I would think. Um, I, we used to go when I was growing up, and I don't remember which one was, like, there was one that was, like, you just, it was nice. I think, and Corpus Christi. Oh, I think yeah. Corpus Christi is nice, and then... Galveston, especially after like a storm, is just like gross water and seaweed everywhere. Um, and so, I thought you were going to go the other way. I thought you were going to be like, after a storm, it is so romantic. The clouds <laughs> part, the sun shines down, everything is beautiful. <laughs> no, seaweed and garbage. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, and how long? Uh, try not to make hypodermic needle jokes. Um, <laughs> How, how long of a drive was that to get out there? Um, just a few hours. I think maybe three hours. You see, that's a long time. Um, Are you staying overnight? Are you you're doing yeah, like a, yeah, 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 okay. Um, oh, and that's another thing is, um, like, Texas is so... I forget how small other... That sounds like I'm being like, oh, smaller <laughs> states. Like, I, I no, I'm never... I. I feel like I have to, like, apologetically admit that I live in Texas when somebody asks me where I'm from. Uh, I'm never going to be like, hell yeah, I live in Texas. Um, you should own it, though, because no, I, I think people need to know there are good people there. It gets a bad rep uh, because a lot of times the, the ones, the people who the we people. find so objectionable are the loudest and, like, the most noticed. And yet there's still all kinds of great people with all kinds of different ways of thinking in Texas. It's yeah. a huge place. Of course there are there are wonderful people and bad people. But you should, you should maybe be like, yeah, I'm from Texas. I'm one of the good ones. <laughs> that, that if, if you said of, that, you would not be one of the good ones. It, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's an immediate contradiction. My friend Nick and I have a running joke about that, that, like, he will, anytime he's being too nice or um, uh, uh, making me um, 
like I don't know what to say because we'll joke around and be mean to each other. So anytime he is being too nice and I'm like I'm I'm uncomfortable, like this isn't what we do. I don't know how to respond to this. Um, he'll kind of be like, like it's okay, you can trust me. I'm one of the good ones. I'm like, oh, okay, problem solved. Like, it's, um, or he'll bring up men's rights or something. He'll say something oh, okay. about uh, men's rights activists, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can go back to hating you now. Um, <laughs> that's what he wants, but, and that's uh, Radrosaur Copernicus G. Right? Yes, that, that's yeah. Nick. Yeah, he is one of the absolute funniest people I know. Uh, and uh, like Caitlin, like I like his tweets a lot and just like everything that he says, like in normal conversation makes me laugh. Um, you're, a, you're a very but, supportive uh, laughter. Uh, and I, I like to hope it's genuine, but you're one of the people who uh, lets her feelings be known when like when we're just joking around or when we share a draft or something. Uh, and I'm talking about any any group that I'm in with you and pretty much anybody, when they say something that is meant to be taken funny, you, you're usually mm-hmm. right on board with a ha 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 which is nice. <laughs> I, I feel like it doesn't, it, yeah, and I appreciate that. Um, I, I've been told that it, it doesn't count as much but I, I feel like that's, um, like, yeah, like, because it's so easy to make me laugh that it doesn't count as much when I laugh about stuff, but, Oh, um, people want a challenge, I, and they feel like I, <laughs> you just give them what they want yeah. without any, uh, any friction. Yeah, like, they, they want to have to work for it, but, nope, I'm easy <laughs> when it comes to laughing, sorry. Uh, but, um, uh... I know that it got, yeah, my, like, typing ha 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 got marked as spam recently. What? Um, Why would that Like, happen? I guess I was typing it too much. Like, if you type the same thing too often, it, I think Twitter thinks that it is, um, like, people like go like spamming rooms or something and so it'll get marked as like suspicious content Oh, okay because it doesn't discriminate so, what the message is it's not like oh this is right. laughing this is fine it's more like somebody would type you should buy a snickers bar tonight and then put it in like yeah. a million dms and just keep sending it out and they'd be like no that's spam don't yeah. do that but you are genuinely having and, the time of your life and you got um and twitter yeah and twitter reprimanded me for it ugh. um Lesson learned. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I just had to start typing out, like, this is genuinely making me laugh. Uh, but, um, I like that. Another friend took a screenshot of it, and he was just like, this is the most Hillary thing I have ever seen. So, like, <laughs> that it was marked as suspicious content, and then when he clicked on it, it was just me laughing. Uh, um, Allie has a really good one. I, I don't know if that's ever happened to her, but Allie, tragically here, has a good one where, uh, what she say? She's so funny. She's, yeah, she has, well, she has a bunch of them, but the one that sticks out in my mind is, um, my enjoyment, oh, what is, oh, shit. Uh, I'm trying to think of exactly what it is. I'm going to mess it up. Who cares? Just know I'm going to mess it up. But it's something like, my enjoyment meter is pointing to, I enjoy this. And I just, I just think that's, <laughs> that's adorable and, and fun. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's like, because you get sick sometimes of typing out, ha, 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 ha. And it's, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. fun to be clever about I the way feel, you do that. 
I always feel bad if somebody else gets there first or if somebody else types out like, ha, ha, ha. And then because usually the harder I and I've explained this to somebody else before, like if something makes me laugh, I I'm never just going to say like, ha, ha. Because that feels very sarcastic to me, <laughs> I, like from me. Okay. I know that other people, um, I don't know, I'm not saying that it's sarcastic when it comes from other people, but I just mean like if I type that, I mean it sarcastically. But and this um, is specifically like the, the two ha's, ha, ha? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because in my mind, I, I like I'm saying that as like, ha, ha, you know, or like, yeah. I don't know, ha, just like the, the way that I mean it. Um but also, the harder something makes me laugh, obviously, the more haws I'm going to include. <laughs> so it always makes... I feel bad if somebody types, like, ha-ha-ha first, and then I'm like, well, I can't say it now because <laughs> it made me laugh really hard, and it's going to look like I'm trying to one-up them with more haws. Oh. I love worrying about stuff like this that it, for no reason. You know what, though? I constantly I, am. That's one of my favorite things is when I say something and someone laughs at it and then another person laughs at it. Like, and we're, we're looking at the text <laughs> of it, so you just see it, like, there and then below it again, someone laughs. And then that, that gives yeah. me a feeling like, yeah, nailed it. So <laughs> yeah. maybe keep that in mind next time you're concerned. But also keep looking for clever ways to change it up because that's fun, too. Yeah. Um and that's something, I don't know, not to be like, I also think you're super funny. But um, my, so on my photos app, it looks for like the same faces and just automatically puts stuff in um, folders for like if, of like the same people. So because your Avi has, I think, always been your face, or at least since I've <laughs> yeah, usually. <laughs> that sounds so creepy since I've been taking <laughs> screenshots of it. Um, <laughs> but so just going through like different folders and stuff, um, uh, which like I have problems sleeping sometimes. And so I'll go through screenshots from Twitter uh, because I take s pictures of stuff that makes me laugh. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and there's all kinds of stuff from you in there too. So I appreciate how funny... You are. Uh, anytime I'm like, ha, 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 it's not just because I think that uh, it's it's never a pity, ha, 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 ha. I don't have those. I don't, I don't do those. I don't think you're capable of those. Mm -mm. You don't have any pity in capable. your body. I'm not capable of sympathy. <laughs> no. That's what I think of when I think of you. Unsympathetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a psychopath. Um, no. I'm just kidding. But you, you have trouble sleep uh, i would think looking at um screenshots at night when you're having trouble sleeping would not be soothing but right. i guess it depends on what's keeping you awake like maybe if it's something like like a real life anxiety that you just like can't turn off um like you know just worrying about something that you, you don't have any control mm -hmm. over at that moment then i would imagine looking at the things that you laughed at during the day would be a real treat at that time something to like distract yourself from it but if it's just like a general, oh, I, I can't sleep and I don't know why, and then like you look at a bright screen on your phone, that probably right. wouldn't help. Um, but I, I sometimes stay up at night, too, against my will. And the worst thing about it is like I'll get on like an anxiety cycle and just like keep going through... Sometimes it's like something I've said that I, I want to go back to and be like, oh, I wish I could have changed that. But usually it's more like... 
a goal that I have that I feel like I'm never going to reach. And mm -hmm. the bad part about that is like at two in the morning, no good thoughts are coming in to rescue yeah. you. And it's really hard to like step outside of your cycle at that point and be like, okay, I just need to understand that these are nothing, nothing good is going to come through here. These are all just like the worst things that my mind can churn up. And in the morning, I probably won't be thinking of these, but here they are now. But it's yeah. really hard when you're in the moment to do that. It's more like, oh, fuck, this is bad. And oh, shit, here's yeah. something worse to add to it. And oh, God, <laughs> it's never going to get better. And it just, like, continues for hours and hours. And that's really hard. Yeah. Um, and that is something that, like, I have, like, I've gotten better, I feel like, about saying out loud to myself, like, things will be better in the morning. Or, um, uh especially recently like just being like hey this is this is just weird brain chemistry stuff you know like mm. my brain isn't making the chemicals it needs to be so um even if and that that can be frustrating because i know that like um i never hmm if a friend is going through a hard time and it's something that like i can relate to i'm still kind of hesitant to be like i know what you're going through um, because while i don't want them to feel lonely i also don't want it to seem like i'm like oh i know better or i sure, know what's best sure. or um i feel like even worse is that like i've been where like i i felt exactly how you feel and i'm better now right. but like because the person is like well i still feel terrible you know like this doesn't help um, so what do you so do I, have you figured out anything to do i'm not sure i have in those situations um, trying to comfort someone who's going through a hard time no um i feel like i try mostly just to listen and it depending on what it is um i will be i've yeah, depending on the situation, I'll feel comfortable um, mentioning certain things, but I also don't want to be like, hey, we're going to take your problem and make it about me now. Um, <laughs> so I try to be super careful about that, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just depends. Just, I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you ever find that when you do that, that helps you with your own problems? That when you just like sort of sit and be present with a friend who's going through a hard time and you're ju you just kind of like give yourself up to listen and to let them funnel everything that they're going through through you. Do you find that that makes any difference? And I don't know if you suffer from anything. So forgive me if I'm putting this on you uh, oh, without proper credit. But um, do, do you feel like in doing so you kind of get some perspective even just for like a few seconds on some issues that you're dealing with? Yeah, definitely. And whether it's like, I mean, and not that I would ever want my friends to worry that like I'm like comparing what they're going through to stuff. Like, uh, I can relate to things, but I wouldn't necessarily like compare it. Like, I don't know. I, because I would never want to need to talk to somebody about something and worry that they're thinking like, oh my gosh, this isn't that bad, you know? Right. Or, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, if nothing else, I feel like it helps to um, think about things in a different way. True. Um, and then 
but also kind of um, think about, um, I guess like specifically in times where it's like stuff that I can relate to because it's similar experiences, just um, yeah. like being grateful that, like being able to work through that stuff, I guess. I don't know. I think I get what you're saying. I, I know sometimes for me, it's like, even even if I can't make the solid connection, I think there's some part of me that realizes other people go through things too. Because like a lot of times mm-hmm. just having a problem can feel isolating and you can, yeah. like, you can look like everybody else is living a perfectly happy life. And then here I am dealing with this issue that I'm very uncomfortable with and I don't want people to know about it. Um, and then just to hear from a friend or someone like, oh, I'm having a hard time too. Um, and then... I don't know. It's just like, oh, okay. Uh, we may be suffering completely different things, but we're both suffering. <laughs> and like, yeah. Um, it's hard to say that that's necessarily a good thing. Like, oh, great, we're both suffering. But it's, yeah. it's like, okay, humans suffer. This is normal to to do this kind of thing. And I think that helps yeah. me. Um, and then for you, probably... Um, being there and uh, being like an open vessel and listening and trying not to make it about yourself is probably like, um, I don't know if you do the same thing that I do or like a lot of times the cycle that I get, the anxiety cycle that I get into, it's all about me, uh, just like my flaws and, and that kind of stuff. And when you open yourself up and are not going to make someone else's issue about you, it's like um, you kind of, kind of you take your mind off of yourself for a while. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that is, that's definitely um, why I actually started using Twitter. Um, I never intended to start, like, making jokes or anything like that on there. Um, I was really, I was going through a really hard time, I guess, last, um, the end of 2015, the beginning of 2016, and um, I started going on I found Bridger Weingar uh yeah his tweets he is like I it got to the point where I I can't read there's like a house rule I can't read Bridger Weingar's tweets in bed anymore like if I'm going to read his (laughs) while Burnley's trying to sleep I have to I have to do it in another room because he makes me me, (laughs) sorry so he is so funny and uh he just like he makes me laugh until like I'm like gasping for air (laughs) and uh so um, when I couldn't sleep, I would read his and um, the Miltron at the Miltron tweets. Yes, uh, he is. His tweets are so like no matter how many times I read them, um, they make me laugh every time. And he's uh, a talented fellow, a smart and funny guy. He's he really is, and not like so. It's very obvious that he's so funny and so smart, just, like, reading his tweets. But um, I, he also was in a band, um, and um, I had, I messaged him um, a while ago to be like, hey, um, I don't know how Bandcamp works, but um, do you still have, like, physical CDs uh, left of um, an album that they had put out and um, he was so nice like I was 
uh, I couldn't believe how how incredibly friendly he he is, and like he's such a nice person. I always get so excited when I find out really funny people are also super nice, <laughs> because um, it's just like I don't know. Is at Jillian Carger. Um, she published her own book like a badass. Yeah. Like not only did she write a book, which I could never do. Not that this she's is She's written several me, books. But she's uh, um, she's ghostwritten a book before, I believe, and uh, she's written fan fiction books. And then I think this might not be her first novel. I think she might have written one before this too. But this one's called Viable. And it's brand new yes. by Jillian Carger. It's like a like a young adult dystopian, dystopian yeah. kind of thing. I haven't read it yet, but it's on my list. I'm going to get to it soon. It's brand new, so I haven't had a chance to read it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just, um, I think, oh, I'm going to put this down for just a second. I don't know if you can see it by now. Ragnar, you're fine. Yeah, Jillian's really cool. I had a conversation with her a couple of months ago, right before the book came out, and I didn't know anything about that she was even working on a book, um, but then she spilled all the beans because I asked her a billion questions. I actually wish that could have been a, a podcast, but it was just us hanging out, having coffee. When she, before she had published it? Yeah, before she published it. I think she was in the process of doing the cover art at that point. Because uh, she lives in, uh, well, I don't know if she lives in Brooklyn. I think she might live in New Jersey. But she was in Brooklyn, yeah. so we got some coffee together. Okay. Yeah, I'm always super jealous that um, people, that so many people live close enough to get to hang out with all of these people. Sorry, it was going to be like an awkward angle. for. Oh, yeah, because you're like stuck person. in the middle of the country. So you, you don't have that advantage of being yeah, on a coast where Texas. people want to come visit. Yeah. But Plus, I'm going to come visit like, you, and I'm going to sleep on that couch that you're on, if that's okay with you. You can't. You're welcome to sleep on the... I'm, <laughs> and, uh, I, feel, I feel like um, it... it um, another somebody else on twitter um roxanne um at ivor gazelle yeah she's always joking around that i'm like secretly a serial killer like that i'm just like nice to people to like lure them in so to like bury their body in my basement um is that true but i well visit me in texas and you'll find out (laughs) um but because i'm constantly also trying to like i'm just like we have um spare bedrooms and I, it makes me feel bad that I don't do anything with them. Mm. So I'm just constantly inviting people to like, you just come visit. You know what you should do? And I, this is a great idea. This just came to me and it's the best idea you'll ever hear. You should take your extra bedrooms and create a theme for them and create a theme for each dog. So one bedroom is like Ragnar's bedroom and it has all of the paraphernalia for Ragnar. And the other one is for Diesel and just like everything that makes you think of him and like pictures of what he would be interested in, whatever that is. Maybe like a, a nice... Uh, long portrait of Brinley's diesel tattoo like get that framed yeah. and put on the wall there or you know you, you could do better than you know your dog's better than me <laughs> but I think you should do that diesels would be very nice and orderly and it he would have um so okay we have like a a box 
we get, um, I don't like if, if they're, if we get them something that is in like the shape of an animal or if it has a face, I don't like calling those toys. Like it feels disrespectful. <laughs> so we call those friends. And then if it's like a ball or a rope or something, then those are toys. So okay. we have a box full of friends and toys for them. And Diesel will not go into the box. Like we've tried to tell him, we've tried to teach him that it's okay. If he want, if there's something in there he wants, he's allowed to go in there. But he, he doesn't whine very often, but if there's something in the box that he wants, he will just sit there and whine until somebody goes and gets it for him. Ragnar doesn't give a shit about anything. Like he takes what he wants when he wants it. And, um, like any time I get a package or anything in the mail, if Brinley tries to hand it to me, Ragnar intercepts it, and he's just like, "No, this is mine." <laughs> and um, I have, in fact, I have a picture of him holding. And Brinley handed me Jill's um, book. It was still in the package, or I have a video of it. I sent it to Jill. Um, Brinley handed it to me, and as soon as it was in my hand, Ragnar jumped up on the couch and took it from no. me. Um, but and he's never like mean about it. He just loves holding stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> such um, a dog trait. It's like no, no, <laughs> never anything a human would do. Be like, give me that. I just like holding it. <laughs> That's only a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so Diesel, if something is like below the ed- the top edge of the box he will not get it but as soon as it's if it's in my hand still and I raise it above the top of it he's just like okay that's mine and he'll grab it okay. but when it's in the box it's off limits and it, no matter what we do like he just he respects the box is he specific so about I, what he wants like does he get an idea in his mind about I want this certain toy and then you have to like mm-hmm. hold up options until you figure yes. out which one it is. <laughs> that's funny yeah 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 and he'll get he'll start getting really antsy like the closer we're getting to it like he's just like like no like why do you not know that's not the one I want I wish he could be like um, warmer Warmer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cold. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, I imagine Diesel's would be very, like, orderly and, and nice. And then Ragnar's would just be trash. <laughs> um, Literal garbage. Would be full of trash. We call him a Groomba because, and I don't know, have you seen the Stefan skits on Saturday Night Live when Bill Hader was still there? Yeah. Um, one of the <laughs> one of the clubs had um, Hoombas, and um, Seth Meyers asks him what that is, and he's like, "It's a human Roomba." <laughs> when um, somebody is face down on a skateboard and they go around the the room eating garbage, <laughs> so. We always call Ragnar and Groomba because that's exactly what he is. But it, like, it's, it, he's like a gremlin Roomba. So <laughs> he like any time for the longest time, Brinley thought when he would take them out, he thought Ragnar was like just sniffing the ground. And one day he came back and he was so upset, like he was just like grossed out. And I was like, "What's the matter?" And he was like, "I thought he was sniffing, but he's not. He's Groombaing around. <laughs> like he's at, like he's outside and he's just." eating stuff for no reason it's like it's so gross so we're constantly yeah we're constantly having to um keep an eye on that or like i i have is he a big kisser too uh, will will he lick you uh, with that same mouth he eats garbage with 
not me, but he will do it to Brinley. Um, that's the one of the only good things, I guess, about him being affectionate with Brinley, but not me. <laughs> uh, um, and that's also something that uh, it. I like to make it sound a lot sadder than it really is. I think that it it's funny, if nothing else. But the, like, they neither of them are. Um, subtle at all about who they like more okay Uh, i kind of mentioned too you're doing such a great job of having an elaborate story about this boyfriend that you made up oh (laughs) thank you i appreciate that that could not be a real human name (laughs) um he uh i actually i made him i wrote out a thing that um and made him pose with it one day because um <laughs> this is like a, a recurring thing that people people do not believe that brinley's real so i wrote out a thing like my name is brinley his last name I'm real, and um, I made him hold it, but I kept having to retake the picture because he wouldn't stop like pleading with his eyes, like making it look like I was forcing him to do this and so I was just like you need to you need to stop it like my friend it's a joke right projecting a lot onto that cardboard (laughs) cutout of Justin Bieber that you were (laughs) trying to take a picture of (laughs) look I I have to believe it it's real like the harder I believe it the realer it is no uh, if his name is Brinley, he, he probably needs someone to love him real well. So I'm glad that you're around for him. <laughs> I do joke, yeah, I joke around that, that he he spells it with two Y's, just like you would expect, you know, any exotic dancer to. <laughs> and um, oh, doesn't he have like? Isn't he like not the first Brinley? Is he like Brinley the third? He the fourth. The fourth, yeah. yeah. It's and, like a waspy name. Yes, and that he so he um was very fortunate to to grow up um we just had very different experiences growing up um uh my family didn't have a lot of money at all and he uh came from a pretty well-off family Mm. and so um when we first met um brinley has a lot of tattoos so when we first met and i found out what his name is it just it sounds like very like I can't say it without like pretending I'm smoking a cigar <laughs> or like like you like adjusting my monocle. Brindley, uh, indubitably. And, yeah, Brindley the fourth. Uh, he he was telling me something about um, one of his tattoos is um, his family crest, and I just I'm just like a fucking course you have a family crest. <laughs> like, of course you have a family crest, and you know what it is. Don't you and have one? Like, what? Why? Like, yeah, I've never yeah, met exactly. a plebeian like, without that? a family crest. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> um, and uh, so your poor, unfortunate upbringing is so interesting to me. <laughs> Go on. What what is this free and reduced lunch you speak of? <laughs> yeah. Please um, tell me more about your ridiculous suffering. <laughs> it's like, oh, gross. Um, that and he would never, it would never really act like no, that. No, of course but, not. Uh, um, um, so you're saying um, he has a bunch of tattoos and the the crest of his family. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I, I just like to make fun of his name. I like to make fun of him in general. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but 
the more the I feel like the more I talk about him and the longer he isn't here, the more it absolutely seems like I'm making this person <laughs> up. Uh, no, he seems cool. And you have definitely posted pictures of him alone and with you. So it is, <laughs> yes, it's yeah. just fun to imagine that he's not real. But he is a real person <laughs> and uh, an important part yeah. of your life, it seems like. So that's a, that's a good thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Have you been living with him for a while, for like the majority of your relationship? Yeah, um, so we, uh, we met when I was working at a marina, um, his family has a boat there, and, uh, he, so he gets, he has really bad, oh, not as bad now, but, um, he, at the time, he has, he had really bad social anxiety disorder, Mm. so, and, I didn't know that at the time, but knowing that now makes it, I feel like, mean more to me um, that he wanted to talk to me and, like, kind of had to, like, work up the courage to do it. But, um, and I saw him and I thought he was really good looking, but I couldn't just be nice about it. I had to, had to like, be a jerk what do you um, mean? because I'm so good at flirting. <laughs> um, n- because he, so I worked in this marina ship store and he wanted to talk to me but couldn't, uh, he said that he needed to like think of an excuse to do it. So he went up, we had, we had these um, sunglasses, uh, like we sold sunglasses in the store and um, he walked over and he was like, hey, will you help, like I need a pair of sunglasses, will you help me? Um, we tell me which ones look the best. And um, <laughs> I don't know why this pair of sunglasses was even there. They, they didn't do anything. They were like bright yellow. They were like shooting glasses. They shouldn't have been, we shouldn't have been selling them. But um, I immediately picked the, the, like they were the ugliest pair I could find. And I picked them right away. And I was like, well, you should get these so that way nobody has to talk to you to know you're a douche. They can just look at your glasses and know. <laughs> the and first he, thing you said made to him. Him, yeah and it made him laugh and so I was like oh no (laughs) so um we started hanging out then and uh very soon after we started dating and um uh within a year we were living together and so um we yeah I guess a year later we um so I don't I'm never going to get, like, legally married. I just don't value... It makes me value things less, like, being, like, oh, I signed a piece of paper, and so now other people are going to recognize this. Like, I don't know. I think it... That's that's a whole different conversation. But, so, um, I would... For... I mean... Sorry, I'm losing track of what I'm talking about. Um, so you're not going to get legally married, but you're in a committed yes, yeah. relationship, right? You consider it a yeah, committed so, long-term relationship? Yeah, so a year after, uh, we went and <laughs> um, we got tattoos, which I feel like there's no way to be like, yeah, we got matching tattoos without sounding super trashy. <laughs> but um, And I don't know that this is going to help in that... Um, aspects because but it is funny to me um 
I was thinking, his last name starts with a J, and so at the time I was thinking, well, if I change my last name, my initials are going to be HJ, his initials are BJ, and both Ooh. of those are initials for <laughs> different sex acts, and that is funny to me. <laughs> so I... <laughs> kind of like half serious half joking i was like hey what if we got tattoos on our ring fingers of like these nickname like of these things that are w- like what our initials would be oh my god are you serious um but yeah and so <laughs> so on my ring finger i'll take my ring off on my ring finger i have beige tattooed i can't get my ring off there it is so i don't know uh Okay, I think it's it says B- B-J. I can't... B-E. Oh, B-E. E-J. E-J. Okay, so it's like yeah, not quite we so obvious. Yeah, because we were going to get them. We were going to get them on the insides of our fingers because I didn't want it. Um, I have two tattoos, and I don't want people to see them unless I want people to see them. Gotcha. Um, the other one is here. Oh, it's on your lip. What does mm-hmm. it say? It's Oliver. It's... Hold on. Oliver? There it is. Mm-hmm. He was my first first dog. Um and um so oh yeah, so we were gonna get them on the insides of our ring fingers and my friend Jake, it, who is a very talented tattoo artist, but um also um hates BJ's I Um, I wish that he just would have listened but so he was like no it's gonna fade and so anyway he talked us into like doing it on the side that's a but anyway that's not super relevant to this so anyway I have Beej on my ring finger and (laughs) Brentley has Hojo and uh, I was gonna ask I thought maybe he had Heej but Hojo that's that's fun yeah so, but my favorite part is that I never changed my name, so he just has that on his finger, and that those are not my initials, and that um, makes me really happy. That uh, um, it's kind of like jokes on you. I tricked you into getting a slang term for hand job tattooed to your hand, and. I'm not changing my name. Wait, is is um, Hojo another slang term for hand job or is that like a like a yeah. cleaning of the of the HJ to something more palatable? <laughs> um uh no, yeah, it's I've I've heard it That's heard just... it used as is that okay. if it, if not, then maybe jokes on me and I have beige on my hand and he just has nonsense on him. No, it's fun. I'm learning. Um, and like I just can't imagine like sexily whispering in someone's ear like I kind of want a hojo I can't imagine sexily whispering in anybody's ear like how about a hand job (laughs) even "Mm." worse I think yeah but I guess you went to the tattoo artist and you were like I want to get Heege and he wants to get hojo (laughs) and the tattoo artist was like who are you pointing at there's no one there yeah <laughs> That's really cute. I was like, wait, yeah, so wait, let, let me just get one thing straight. Uh, unless you're uncomfortable saying this, but you you said you're not legally married, but then you said something right. about how you never changed your name, which made me wonder: Did you get another kind of married that's not legal? Did you get like like a spiritual uh, or religious uh, marriage or something? Or like, is it no, like domestic just, partnership I mean, or uh, yeah, or is it just like nothing? Kind of and like just that. like we're we're in this together and we don't need anything. 
Yes, yeah, kind of like that. Like the like, um, like we're deciding to be together, and that's like that's enough. And so yeah, it's, every day you're like, I, I still want to be with you, and let's let's yeah. continue, like purposeful. Yeah, and and I felt like that that was kind of like that was kind of our way of being like, oh, okay, hey, you know what isn't. Um, you know, it's permanent is these tattoos that we just decided to get together. So, um, that was, um, I, (laughs) I think this summer it'll be seven years, but that's a long time. I could be wrong. Congratulations. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah. It seems like you guys Uh, are happy. I, I hope you are more happy than not happy. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it, like it's to the point where like it makes me feel bad uh talking about it sometimes because it is just like okay gross like nobody cares like we get it like you guys like each other and you get along like <laughs> have you been in other relationships where that hasn't been the case yes yeah yeah um my i was in a relationship from the time that I was 16 until around the time I was 21, that was just like... Oh, that's a hard part of life to realize what you want. Like, that's a part of life where you're like, I I think this is what I'm supposed to want, so I'm going to do this for a long time because this is probably what it is, right? But but you you might not be mature enough to, like, really realize what it is you as a person need in a relationship. Yeah. And, And then also a lot, like... So much of it was like, oh no, well, <laughs> I've been in it this long, and if if I like admit that things aren't great now, then like what like it's kind of uh, what is the thing that um, uh, wasted something like uh, where you just keep doing something to. Because you're like trying to keep the effort that you've already put into it for being wasted, and it's just like none of it makes sense. Oh yeah, I know what that. I know what you mean. I, I don't know if there's a term for that, but I co- completely understand what you're talking about. Yeah, and so, but it wasn't. It was not a great situation, and so it. I mean, I would be grateful for a healthy relationship now, anyway. But uh, especially being able to be like, oh yeah, this is very much not this unhealthy relationship I was in for a very long time. Uh, yeah, makes it much better. Much better. But yeah, um, and I, like a part of me feels like we need to go through bad relationships before we really understand how to have a good one. Like you really have to. Mm-hmm. For for me anyway, I had to learn from my mistakes from previous relationships. And just sort of, like, uh, use that as perspective for creating healthy relationships from that point forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm allowed to ask about uh, your current relationship. Oh, yeah, with Kara. It's a a very healthy relationship. Uh, We're in love. And it's very nice. And we're kind to each other and we listen to each other uh i don't really know if we need a whole lot else you look frozen yeah. can you still hear oh, me no. yeah i can yeah I can you hear froze you. oh there you go okay yeah okay. your face froze can you you froze again oh no <laughs> but it's funny it, because you froze in like My a tablet might be dying slightly stern face like oh yeah i i don't think you're telling me the truth about this relationship buddy 
<laughs> I would never. No, I, I always get, um, yeah, I always just get nervous. Uh, I don't want to be like, I don't know if I can ask about Kara um, because I don't know if, but I guess you can just like cut that out if I wasn't allowed to ask about her. That's true. Um, yeah. Uh, so, oh, good. I'm glad but, that we're both in healthy relationships. And uh, well, what are you doing with your days lately? How, how do you how do you spend your time as Hillary? Um. So I for a while uh, we were still like getting settled into we. Um, Okay, so, yeah, like I said, um, when I was growing up, my family did not have a lot of money at all. So um, the idea of, like, having a nice house um, was, like, I just, like, resigned to, like, knowing that, like, that was never going to happen. That's where I'm at right now. Resigned to knowing that's never going to happen for me. (laughs) Well, but I feel like, because, like, living in New York, like, I can't imagine owning anything in New York. Like, that is... I look at stuff that, like, if we didn't live in a place where the cost of living was as low as it is, like, the, I don't know that that would be um, a possibility at all. But, Sorry, uh, I didn't say that to make you yeah. feel bad about wanting nice things for yourself. Oh, it was no, no, no. more of a no. self-deprecating thing. I take it back. No, I know. But Please disregard. <laughs> Too late. Um, <laughs> I'm keeping it. Um... No, we visited New Jersey. Um, Brinley's grandparents live in New Jersey. Uh, well, his grandmother does now. His grandfather passed away recently. But um, we visited, and I couldn't believe, like, things are just so much different. Um, but especially just how expensive things are compared to here. Um, but uh, so, yeah, um, we... <laughs> I feel like I just equated uh, New Jersey and New York, and that's not what I meant to do. I just meant up north. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we bought our first house last year, and that was so super exciting. And so for a long time, I was just kind of, like, um, keeping myself busy, like, trying to get everything unpacked and settled and stuff like that. And now... Um, uh, I've kind of run out of things to do, but I feel bad. Like, there's no way to complain about that without sounding like a total asshole. You know, like, I think about when, like, times that I've been, like, overwhelmed and, like, um, I would have loved to have been bored rather than, like, so stressed out that, like, I can't function. Um, so being like, well, now I have nothing to do. It seems... Um, not like I don't expect anybody to be able to be like yeah that sounds like a legitimate problem or you know like so I don't know that's so interesting Um, yeah because you're on the other side now where at at one point in your life you were just completely stressed out with no free time whatsoever yeah And, and now you don't know what to do with your free time and it's also a problem yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I really enjoy crocheting. Uh, oh, really? And I used to 
joke that, yeah, I used to joke that I needed to, like, hurry up. And I, I really enjoy crocheting and bingo. <laughs> and I felt like I needed to, like, get it all out of my system before I turned 30. Because, it, like, when you're in your 20s and you like that, it's like, oh, look, I'm quirky. And this is fun and, and okay. When you're 30, it's like, well, okay. It's, like, that's those are old lady things now. Um, but... I'm okay with it. Like, I still really enjoy um, crocheting, and um, I like making hats. Uh, like crocheted hats? And, mm -hmm. Okay. Like beanies or, like, slouchy hats. And, and I feel terrible because I've, I've had two to send to um, Isabel Zotin. Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, at Isabel um, Pigeon Fancier. Uh, Which I imagine you, you probably I, have to feel very proud about your hats before you can send them to her. Because she's such a fashion yes. icon, you know she has a discerning she really taste. Is. Um, uh, I I've had hers and her daughters finished, and I've been I keep starting and undoing the one that I'm doing for her son, and I don't want to like send two of them and then be and and not have anything for her son to send, or not have anything to send her son, and so. I feel really bad about that. I need to get on that. But, or I need to just like stop restarting it. <laughs> but as soon as, I don't know, it's so much easier to like completely undo something. It It's, I resent how easy it is to, to undo something that I've already spent like a couple hours on, but I keep doing it are, because. Are you a perfectionist? Um, I don't, I, I would describe myself as that, but I guess maybe about some things, especially like I, I just want it to be, oh no. I still My hear you. My dying if you can hear me. Yeah, I hear you, but I lost your picture. And now I don't hear you. Okay. Um, Which is okay, because I need a bathroom break. So hopefully you'll call me right back. Okay, we're back. Okay, the only thing is, I'm on my laptop now, and it won't let me plug the headphones in. Um, but I know that you mm -hmm. said that it will. Um, there will be an echo on the thing. Yeah. Um, I guess don't worry about it too much. We'll we'll just do a few more minutes. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry about that. Uh, that's all right. It happens. Really, like everyone I talk to has some sort of technology issue. So it's, don't don't feel like this is the only time it's ever happened. It happens literally every time. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we'll we'll just like do a few more minutes. We'll kind of wind it down. This has been so good though. I wish I wish we were hanging out on that couch together. That looks really comfortable. Uh, but I'm very happy for the power of technology here where we can at least see each other's faces. We never get to see each other's faces as we talk. Uh, so this is really nice. This, this is like different than just typing to each other. So I appreciate this. Yeah. I forgot that you could see me just now. I was chewing on my nails cause my, can you see me on here? I can't, it's just like yeah. your like profile picture. Yeah. Uh, you can see me, but you can't see yourself. Is that what it is? No, I can see myself, but I can't see you. Oh, well I'm here. Uh, and, uh... Prove it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, just trust. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I just wanted to cover a, a couple more things. 
Um, I did want to say that you are very, very supportive online. And uh, I think you, you're one of the people who really makes Twitter feel like a community. Uh, and you kind of like have a special gift of bringing people together and making them feel recognized and heard. So I, I wanted to uh, congratulate you for that and just like say how thankful I am on behalf of myself and hopefully other people too. Um, but one thing that you do is you're, you're a huge retweeter for, for starts. Uh, you, you don't seem to have any, any vanity like I do where I'm like, ah, I should probably have more of my own stuff on my timeline and other people. You're like, this is funny. People should see it. <laughs> I think that's great. And you also do these, you do like a series of, uh, shouting people out uh, i don't know what we call it but you what do you do you create moments for yeah. some of your friends yeah so um i will go to um like the person's fave star page and just find their top 20 tweets and um put them all in a moment and because i feel like it's just easier or uh, um depending on what for the most part, that's what I'll do. Um, if there are some that, like, they're, uh, I just, people will have, like, tweets that I just absolutely love. And even if they're not in their top 20, like, I'll still, like, shimmy them in there because they're just too good. Um, but, so, it started um, Adam Browd uh, for his birthday. Um, I wanted to do a thing for him, like, hey, like, it's his birthday, and these are his tweets, so look at him. Uh, and then <laughs> it just kind of turned into, like, any time, um, uh, especially if it's somebody's birthday, but also, like, if, if somebody is just, like, making me laugh so much, or um, uh, I... I don't know, like just people who I feel like are super funny and um, I, I feel bad because I don't want to be like, yeah, I appreciate and think these people are the funniest because then it's like, even though there are, I've, I've made over 50 of them, but I, I would like to think I have more than 50 friends. So I don't want to seem like if I haven't made a moment for somebody that I don't appreciate them or think that they're funny. Um, I think it's the opposite. I think because... Oh, shit. I'm so loud. <laughs> I think be because you made so many, it's like, uh, oh, people realize maybe I'll... Maybe she'll make one for me soon. Maybe she's got me in the wings waiting to, to make one for me. And and I do... I have some that, that I haven't published, and I felt bad. There were two people who had birthdays recently, and uh, I didn't publish them on time, so I was just like... I've published them and I haven't posted, I haven't like tweeted them out. Um, but I did publish them just to be like, I promise, like, I'm not, I didn't forget. I just, <laughs> I, I like, it never seems like a good time and I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> well, can I ask, why, why do you think that you take the time to create these things and put them out into the world for other people to see? Um, because I, I feel like, um, for me, I don't always see, um, like, there are so many funny people, obviously, on, on Twitter, um, and it's not always easy to see their stuff. Um, it's easy to miss a lot of stuff. So um, when 
I don't know. I think that, like, when I think of Twitter, I think about just, like, it being fun, like, something that I use to make, to, to laugh about. So, um, I feel like it makes it easier to just be like, hey, here are little, like, quick little things that are, at least one of them is going to make you laugh, you know, like whoever sees it, like if they go through them, at least one of the tweets in there, they're going to think is funny. Do you get a lot of, um, of your followers messaging you or, or adding you and saying, hey, this is great. Thanks for sharing this. Um, I don't know. Sometimes there are replies like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, I always, that always makes me happy. Like people being like, oh my gosh, like this was so funny. Like, especially if they hadn't seen it before. Because yeah. um, it's and like. And they'll be like, followed. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know. Like, obviously I'm not, I just want, it just makes me happy when everybody is happy. So it's like, um, yeah, if people are laughing and it's making whoever whoever's tweets are making them laugh happy that their jokes are making people laugh then it's like I don't know I I um when I used to do the weekly things the celebrating women on Fridays um I used to joke that like that's what I imagined drugs feeling like because I would just be so excited like um uh, all of these funny women get it like having a big deal made about so many funny women and so many people participating it was just like i uh like yeah i just i can't I, like i that's, that's great i think you do a really good job of spreading that cheer thank um, you finding finding the things that are funny and sharing them with uh thousands of people thank uh, you so that's great i love the, how supportive you are i think that's such a wonderful thing about you um uh, and I just a couple more things. Um, you're you're a very funny writer yourself. So aside from finding people who are funny and promoting them, you're also genuinely talented yourself. And do you? Well, when did when did you kind of figure out that you had that gift to be funny? Um, like on Twitter or in general. In general, I guess, like, because for me, I, I never, I didn't always think I was funny. That's kind of like a recent discovery in the last couple of years. And I wondered if that was something that's always been with you or if this is something that you've been, like, working on and honing for a while. No, um, yeah, I would think uh, probably around, like, middle school or in high school. Like, um, uh, two of my best friends, Bonnie and Carrie, they're twins, and they are two of the funniest people I know. So I, when I would start saying stuff, that, like when they would start laughing at stuff that I said that, was in, was, that I intended to be funny, um, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I like that, you know? Or um, yeah. uh, it being um, just like start... <laughs> um, I don't know, just having, like, inside jokes, but then it, realizing that, like, um, other people were sarcastic and stuff, like, I, I don't know, the, and that makes it sound like I was very stupid until I was old enough to realize that other people knew what sar sarcasm was also, but, um, <laughs> I guess just being, like, um, 
Yeah, I would say around like uh, eighth or ninth grade. Um, because that's really nice. Do you do? Do you still do the same kind of jokes now that you were doing then? Um, I think that I I think I still think the same kinds of things are funny. Uh, yeah. Like you, you j- sometimes do have an interest in potty humor and like silly things and like farts and boogers and stuff. I think oh. <laughs> that's not all that you find funny, but I, I notice that that's there sometimes. Yeah, and definitely like, uh, well, I don't know. I like period jokes are will never not be funny to me, <laughs> uh, and that's something that I feel like I've had to. Um, like I've saved stuff in my drafts that is just for me. They're never going to post, but, um, because I'll be going through my drafts and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, like these, there are too many period jokes in here. I like, I, and so I'll save. I have one saved that's just like at any given time, I have no fewer than seven period jokes in my draft. <laughs> and that's not anything I'm ever going to post. It's just something that's funny to me because it's, but it's also true that like, I, I don't know. Um, but you yeah. You don't think I, you're ever going to lose it one day and just be like, fuck it. All seven <laughs> on the timeline. Yeah. Send, send, this send. This is happening. <laughs> uh, I, I have to um, like consciously remind myself not to tag Liz um, at Hello Happy Time every time right. I post one. Because <laughs> more, almost as much as I love period jokes, I love how much she loves them also. And so I, like... Yeah. Have I, you created a room, just the two of you, to swap period jokes back and forth? <laughs> not yet. Yes, uh, I think that's a golden idea. <laughs> and then you also, you also have a joke about making your <laughs> slapping your dead brother in the face with his own dead hand <laughs> that one's pretty dark and yeah and that's something that my brother isn't dead um his name's nick though and he is definitely though i have three brothers but nick is absolutely the one that i would slap in the face with his own hand <laughs> uh um and I have a few making fun of him for no... Re- well, I don't. I say for no reason. He was horrible to me growing up. And now mm. that we're both adults and he wants to... Like, of course I'm civil. Like, of course... Like, he's my brother and I love him and I wouldn't... Like, I try not to hold grudges about, like, him being mean to me when we were little. But um, it is fun to kind of, like, get back at him. Sure. <laughs> and he's your older brother, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm the baby of the family. Um... Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you, you definitely have a diverse sense of humor. Uh, and that stuff is in there. Oh, my God. I, can I please read my favorite tweet from you? The one that I have to retweet every time I see it? Yeah. Um, I don't Yeah, I don't know if I can read it and have it be funny, but it is really funny written down. And uh, to people listening, if you just read it, I'm sure it'll be even even funnier than it is at this moment. But here it is. It's set at the supermarket, and your boyfriend hands you iceberg lettuce. And then you say, ha ha, yeah, okay. And then sarcastically start adding it to the cart before punting it into the next aisle. (laughs) (laughs) I can't read it in a funny way, but it's so funny. It's such a, oh, I visualize it every time. I I visualize like a cabbage going over the aisle, (laughs) like all the way in an arc over the aisle and just going like on the floor next to it. I love it. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I didn't realize that it, oh, I wasn't sure which one you were going to say. Um, 
That makes me really happy that you like that one. Um, I like all of your tweets that are like uh, dysfunctional relationships. So all of your mom tweets. Uh, I like this boyfriend. You have a couple of boyfriend tweets where like <laughs> like he'll he'll snuggle you in the middle of the night and you be like get off my side of the bed. <laughs> uh, uh, and then there was another and your brother tweet. Yeah, uh, all of the things that are like relationships are fucked up. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's really I feel like it's really easy to make. Um, I don't know the. Um, I think some of the funniest things to me in general, like just regardless of the situation, is somebody being so confident and so wrong. <laughs> and so, um, I don't know, that's what I think about kind of like with the, um, with like the supermarket one or there's one that and I feel kind of bad being like you didn't mention this but I'm gonna bring up my own tweet um uh I I have a few being <laughs> like so mean to uh, <laughs> my niece and no, oh, like right. I don't I would just like to say Moana. like obviously I don't think it's okay to be mean to little kids I do think it's funny um for an adult to to be like oh idiot you know like to a child yeah, yeah the idea of, a ch- of an adult <laughs> talking to a child that way seriously is yeah. really funny um and so uh i have one one of the first ones that i wrote was about um my niece being so excited about visiting the empire state building and um saying something that like it's so tall i almost touched the moon and then me like oh you're so full of shit like, <laughs> like, like, I was really invested in the story, and then, and and I'm like, okay, you had me until until then, you know. Um, <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, and then there's this tweet of yours that is stuck in my head pretty much every day, where you're on a scale and you're like, what? How did I gain weight? And your friend is like, didn't you eat Taco Bell for each meal every day for a week? And then you're like, uh, yeah, as a joke. Yeah. It was like, I was doing it ironically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, like, there are no real consequences if you only do this for the joke of it. Yeah. Well, of course I'm not going to gain weight. It's only, it's a stunt. Yeah. Come on. You guys know what would be hilarious is if I ate Taco Bell every day all the time. Yeah. Um, that... I, that makes me so happy because um, that was also one that I wrote before I knew anybody um, on Twitter. So that was just me being like, I think this is funny. And then um, posting it. And then uh, I think uh, I get so excited anytime anybody else thinks something I think is funny is funny. Especially something that like I've written. So um, I don't know. I know that that sounds like uh, I'm like totally full of shit being like I love it like anytime anybody like even like one person likes this but I genuinely do still really get so excited anytime like I don't I try not... we all feel that way that's why we do this <laughs> yeah this, yeah that's the best feeling that's the feeling um, we've decided we want to chase all the time but and that's what, like I never delete stuff because as long as like somebody thinks that it's funny enough to to like it and maybe they're just like being polite, but uh, 
I don't know, like, I'm never going to be like, oh, no, this only got however many likes, like, and feel bad about it. Like, I don't know, as soon as, as soon as one person likes it, I'm just like, okay, like, one other person thought that that was funny enough. Like, I don't know. It makes me feel very simple-minded, but I still get really excited about it. Yeah, and you don't want to take it away from that one person. Like, that's, that's meaningful to them, so it deserves to stick around. Yeah. Do you do any other types of writing besides tweets? Do you write anything else? No, I used um, I used to really enjoy it, but it's gotten to the point where like uh, writing stresses me out so much. Like just thinking about it, I get really anxious. And um, I've tried to kind of start um, just uh, writing stuff down, just kind of like stream of consciousness stuff. To just yeah. um, help with that, but as soon yeah, as I free your mind up. yeah, as soon as I start trying to like structure it in any way, it's just like no, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah, it can be tricky, like uh, to write something and then your mind is like, this is dumb. You don't you don't want to do this. Uh, but the, the the like free writing stream of consciousness thing can be very freeing too, because you're just like type faster than you can think just like keep going as fast as you can without putting any value onto it and then maybe you'll open something up and um and that's something that i think about like i know um like you submit something every week yeah to uh, sites and i know like other people who like i don't thinking about having a deadline for something to write i do mm. not understand how y'all do that but i respect you for it and <laughs> uh that it like i'm in awe of y'all's ability to do that okay but you're still creative with your crocheting and uh do you do anything else that's creative do you do besides crocheting then do you do any art painting or sculpture or anything like that um i went to school <laughs> so I was the I was the first person in my um not just my immediate family I would think um who went to college and um so I didn't really know what I was doing um uh when I went and I went for photography for the first 3 years before oh, being cool. like oh I like I wanted to teach photography so instead of just like getting um a general like instead of majoring in education and being finished in four years like I should have done I majored in photography and then was going to get teacher certified I just I I didn't know what I was doing and so um yeah, for the first three years, I was a photography major, and um, that's something that I really, really, really enjoyed. But I don't, I don't do anymore um, because I enjoy the um, like a, a film photography rather than digital. Mm. Yeah, and it is an expensive hobby, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, but it's fun. It's fun when I get to do it. Okay. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. I had the feeling that you had a creative eye in you. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, okay, uh, and uh, I don't know if you if you did this. I kind of gave you a last-minute request. I don't know if you were able to do it. 
Um, I said, uh, if you have a list of terrible puns that you would like to read out loud, this would be a wonderful opportunity to do that. So will this be happening today or um, maybe another day? There were day? two that I, th- or there were a few that I thought of right away, that, um, but not none for me. Um, because, and that was, I also, when, as soon as I saw that out loud, I was like, oh, trick question, all puns are terrible. Um, but except for, um, I want to say Stephen Skinner, he is, I feel like people need to stop doing puns who aren't him. He is too good at them, you know, like. (laughs) It is his corner of the market. He's the punster. He, and, and not that, not that other people don't post funny ones. It's just, his are so clever that like, I don't know. I, no offense to anybody who, who also enjoys puns. It's just his or his. (laughs) <laughs> it's just they're not as good as his. Did you have any of his that you wanted to say? Um, oh, no. Uh, no, not off the top of my head. I should have looked at, at, at some. Okay, but... we'll just direct people to go to Twitter and look at, at Skinner Stephen, who is Stephen W. Skinner, also has Friends of the Pod podcast. He's a good, good dude. Good Canadian swell fella. And he writes a hell of a pun. So check it out. Whether you like puns or not, he might change your mind. Either way, he might, yeah, if you like them, he might be, you might read his puns and be like, I don't like these anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't like them, you might read his puns and be like, oh, I get it now. (laughs) He's he's so good at puns, he's going to make you hate them. Uh, (laughs) If you're already a fan of puns. So I play. Oh, go ahead. um, I play Dungeons and Dragons every Tuesday with uh, a few people. um, With my friend Nick uh, at Copernicus G, my friend Henry um, uh, at Cyborg Hanky, my friend Adam uh, at that kid at that kid Adam, and then Isabel um, at Isabel Zawton, and um, it's so much fun. Um, I, I had never played before and we just started in January and it's, it's a lot of fun. And, um, so Adam's character can turn into a bear and it's kind of been a running joke that like, um, because he's been so excited about it for so long that we are all just, um, we joke around about like how excited he is about being able to turn into a bear. And, um, (laughs) he's been, his character has been able to do it for the past several weeks and he just won't do it. And, um, and in fact, I feel like it's something that Nick and I talk about privately. (laughs) Like when, when Adam isn't even around, we're just like, like, can't wait for Adam to turn into a bear. Like Adam is so excited. I think that we're more excited about the idea of him being excited about it than anything else. So he, oh, that's great. he, uh, recently Nick said something about bearage like, and made a marriage pun, uh, but, um, about bearage and you're just like, this is, you are really testing our friendship. Uh, <laughs> but in, in like regarding Adam's character, um, and then, um, there was, a, a joke that my, fr- um, and I'm sure that it's one that so many people have heard, uh, my friend Kayla, when we were younger, her voicemail for a long time was the pretzel joke about, like, 
two <laughs> sorry it's so stupid it's so stupid um but <laughs> about two pretzels walking down um like an alley and one of them getting assaulted <laughs> mm. i know it's i'm terrible. familiar with this i I've, I've heard the nut version not pretzels pretzels are the new characters I guess. oh it's it's terrible it's so stupid <laughs> that it and i hate myself for laughing at it but um it was her voicemail for a long time and it w- would make me laugh because my favorite joke <laughs> i'm so sorry my favorite joke ever still um <laughs> is um about the two muffins baking in an oven <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's so stupid. It's <laughs> it's the dumbest joke, but I can't. I don't know if I know this one. It's it's <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> this is always such a problem. Anytime I think something is too funny, I can't say it out loud. I ruin it all the time. So I always have to make Brinley come over and read tweets if I think they're too funny. <laughs> I'll start Spit laughing. it out, Hillary. Yeah, yeah. I'll start. Two muffins laughing. are in an oven. Uh, so two, <laughs> two muffins are baking in an oven, and one goes, oh, it's hot in here. And the <laughs> You can do it. I know, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm such an asshole. So two muffins <laughs> are baking in an oven, and one goes, oh, it's hot in here. And the other, <laughs> and the other muffin goes, ah, talking muffin! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You are losing it. <laughs> oh god. So stupid. It's <laughs> so <laughs> All right. Sorry. So well, that's 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 super fun. All right, just two quick questions as we wrap it up. This should take like maybe 60 seconds. All right, the first question's a little harder than the second question. Second question's easy. The first question is, can you give some uh advice to people? Uh you know, something that's maybe helped you in your life or or some kind of positive affirmation or just, you know, something nice to say to anybody who's listening? Um Yeah, I catch myself saying out loud, like, hey, that's okay, or, like, regardless of, of what, uh, what the situation is, and um, I, I don't know, I, it's easier to do for other people than it is, I guess, for uh, myself, but it is something that I still try to do, is just, like, regardless of what is happening, um, like, when it, boils down to it it's like is this gonna kill me you know and I know and that's I don't know I know that sometimes that people are stressed out about stuff that like that's exactly what people are stressed out about you know and so I don't want to seem like I'm being insensitive to that or um uh I don't know disregarding right but maybe like think about things in a bigger picture yeah 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 yeah. um just especially when it's stuff that's like okay this is stressing me out but just trying to put things in perspective it's like okay well um like what is the absolute worst thing that's going to happen what's the worst case scenario and oftentimes it's like well i'm gonna miss a deadline or um i'm i don't know and so at the very least it's like okay like um, is it going to kill me? No. It like is uh, like I'm. I still going to have Brinley and my two dogs. Yeah. Then okay. Like then, I'll get through this. You know. Okay, that's good advice. Yeah, like zoom out a little bit and just sort of like see it for the small part of your life, the small little drop of water in your life that it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's good. And, uh, okay, my last question for you is, what is the worst hairstyle that you've ever had? Oh, this is, oh, that is easy. Uh, so, when I, <laughs> um, I didn't have it for very long um, at all, but uh, it was long enough that I was like, um, so when I was in sixth grade, uh, I've always had super, super, super curly hair, and I've always wanted, like, growing up, I always wanted it to be um, straight, and so finally, um, my mom gave in when I was uh, 12, I think, and um, let me get this thing, it, like, uh, it wasn't, like, straightened, I don't know, it was kind of, like, to reduce the curl, but it just ended up making my hair break off and so what? in like certain part but like it, it, mostly on like the crown of my head and so um i ended up needing to just get all of my hair cut super short so <laughs> her friend lorraine fucking lorraine uh was a, a stylist and she cut my hair because again we were very poor and so Lorraine cut my hair but she <laughs> so she cut all of it except for the very back what <laughs> and she was like I remember her kind of like petting it and being like my mom's name was Ramona and she was like Ramona you have to let me keep some of the length on there and and my mom was like, okay. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I have a mullet. I have a mullet right now. <laughs> How can either of you look at this and, and be okay with this? So Please tell me there's a picture of this. <laughs> no, no I w even if there were, I would have burned them. So, for a very brief <laughs> that time. That is truly have, a like, terrible thing to happen. This kind of mullet where it's like not even... Not it was like everything up here was super super short, and then <laughs> <laughs> just and cascading just down your neck and shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh man, that's a great story. Thanks for sharing that. Um, oh, Hillary, is your hair red or I can never tell? Is it red or brown? Yeah, sorry, here I don't know. If yeah, because you're in the shade right now. Whoa, that oh, no, I still can't tell. The lighting's just not picking up on the computer. <laughs> so, here, I'll get closer. Um, I don't know. If... It's like reddish-brown, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really pretty. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Hillary, this has been a delight for me. Um, uh, I'm really happy that we're friends, and I'm happy we got to have a, a chat together like this. This, this means the world to me, so me thanks for too. doing it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, so keep being kind, keep laughing, and uh, tell me we're friends. Yeah, of course we're friends. I'm super excited about us being friends. I still have, this is something that is embarrassing that I shouldn't admit, but you know what? I've already started talking, so there's no going back <laughs> now. I still have a screenshot of when you followed me on Twitter because I was so excited about it. Um, that's, sorry, super quickly. That's something I feel like I've been making a big deal about um, lots of other people because I think lots of other people deserve to have big deals made about them. But um, you are, so often when I see your tweets, um, they make me laugh out loud, but like there will be times where they're so good that my immediate response isn't like laughing. It's just like, oh, fuck you. Because it's so <laughs> bitter that I didn't think of it first. <laughs> um, but you I'm are... I'm cutting this out. <laughs>
Uh, that's fine, whatever. But <laughs> you are so, so, so funny all the time. And I was just super duper excited uh, when you started following me. And I still have a screenshot of the notification. Oh, right back at you. Yeah, I think you're so funny. Uh, I hope you have a great day. And thanks for doing the podcast with me. Thank you. I hope you have a good day, too. All right. Bye, Hillary. Bye. Okay, that's enough. You're being... You are being unreasonable right now? Stop it. Bless you. That's enough. Stop it.